This is a WKYT podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Conversations with Victor and Andrea. Just, Hello, I put Victor. myself first this time. You've always put yourself first. Uh, that's true with a lot of life, yeah. <laughs> so how are you doing As this you week? should, oh. you got to look out for number one. Yeah, yeah. I gave you top billing because, let's be honest, you do the lion's share of the work for this podcast, and I appreciate it. Yeah, I do it, the editing. I take out all of our mistakes. Because there are many of them. I really, I really don't. I think so far the only thing I've edited out was maybe an awkward pause when I looked something up, and uh, you know maybe a phone call or something. But not yeah. too bad. Yeah, it's not been too bad. We try to keep it kind of loosey goosey around here, so it's all good. Yeah. So today's episode will come out the day after Christmas, I believe. Should we go ahead and talk about what I was so upset about after the last podcast? Oh about yes. Christmas movies. Yes. Go ahead. Rattle that off. Oh my gosh. So I know mission. I was very distraught because I forgot Jingle All the Way. <laughs> Which has caused quite the controversy. Which she considers to be a classic Christmas movie, which I, you know, Phil Hartman's great. Um, but I, I have some serious concerns about... Uh, My judgment. Yeah. yeah it's, it's <laughs> I also scary. still have, I have yet to see Die Hard. Which Have you watched Ready Player One yet? Another confession. The whole time we were talking about Die Hard, I was thinking of Braveheart. I don't know why. <laughs> That's honestly what I had in my head. Those are two head. very different movies. Yes, I know. One is I was like, is that set at Christmas? I had no idea. And the others, you know, the guys in the kill. In the That's 80s. literally that was what was playing in my head. That's how <laughs> so you're trying to figure out how how Braveheart was a Christmas movie. I know. I was just like, I, I don't know. I guess I don't know. Wow. No, Die Hard is the movie with Bruce Willis. Where he's... I know that now, but I, I'm going to I'm going to get it from the library because, like I said, I can get those for free. So, yeah. But I just had to get that off my chest because it's been weighing on me ever since that podcast that I didn't mention Jingle All the Way. So what is it about Jingle All the Way that you enjoy so much? That is Sinbad and Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, it does have an appearance from The Big Show, WWE wrestler The Big Show. Plays one of the giant Santa Clauses. I didn't realize that. Yeah. It's such a weird movie. Yes. A lot of Christmas movies, like we said, are such a formula. You know how it's going to play out. This one was so off the wall. I loved it. I, I mean, I kind of, <laughs> I've, I have seen that movie a lot. I don't know why, but whenever it came out, I watched it over and over. And I think maybe at the time I thought it was good too. But then I, I think then I you grew, grew up and grew out of it. <laughs> well, so, I still have it. Have you watched Ready Player One yet? No. Okay. I know. I don't know what's. Uh, it's on my list of things to do, but like so many other things on my list of things to do, it has yet to That's be crossed fine. I, off. I let Lauren Minor borrow um, all six, well, the first six Star Wars movies on Blu-ray before she uh, left for her maternity leave, and she has I still yet don't to have those. Yeah, them. so oh, if well. Lauren, if you're listening to this, watch those Star Wars movies. Now, if you, just give me it, maybe if you put a, a time limit on me. A deadline that I have to watch him by. Maybe I'll actually do it. Jim wants to borrow it when you're done, so you better. Well, that just gives me even more incentive oh, to never true. watch yeah, it. That's really bad. <laughs> All right, so let's talk Anything about... <laughs> to aggravate him, I will do it. So let's talk about today's guest. Uh, speaking of maternity leave, would you like what that segue? What a trooper. Oh, yeah, that was good. So what a trooper. We. So you came in. Yes, behind the scenes stuff. Um, I'm actually filling in this week. If I guess if you're watching this, it was last week, but uh, filling in for Sam Dick a few days. So I'm normally off on Mondays. Or I'm normally working Monday, so I came in, and they gave me a look like, why are you here today? Hmm. And it turned out I was not supposed to be here. So instead, I thought, well, let's make some chicken salad. And we grabbed Hillary Thornton. And really, we needed to knock a few out anyway. Yeah. So it worked out really well. So I'm glad to have you here. And also, it was Hillary's first day back. Yes. So we're like, well, I just went up to Jimmy, because we I was just like, who can we steal for a half hour for a podcast? He's like, well, Hillary's waiting on a call back. I was like, perfect. Everybody's going to want to hear from her because she's been gone. So we were so happy to have her back and also to just learn more about her. Yeah, from Lexington. 
went to Hazard for a little while, came back. You all will hear all of that. But, yeah, also just a new mom. So getting to come back and experience the news world through that lens. Poor thing. <laughs> Godspeed, right, Hillary. Let's take a listen. Uh, yeah, we'll see you on the other side. So we are here with Hillary Thornton, new mom, Hillary. It's so good to have you with us. So by the time that you listen to this, she will have been back for a little while. But today is actually her first day back from maternity leave on the day that we're recording. So Hillary, thank you so much for talking with us. You're welcome. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, you look so excited whenever we yeah. hit you up this morning. Like, hey, Hillary, you're just back. And now come talk about it. Yeah. Now well, I we... came in the door and uh, as usual, fast pace, which I missed some. So it's good. Well, Victor just randomly showed up, so we didn't have this planned. We kind of sprang <laughs> this on you on the last minute. It turned off. I'm not even supposed to be here today, but um, like you're so making times, the most of your trip. I forgot to check the schedule, and now I'm here anyway. So it happens. And then I'll what go home and take do? care of some stuff. Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> but Hillary was supposed to be here today. What was that like? So I guess we should do some background for anybody who hasn't seen the articles or any of the other stuff. We had a whole bunch of new moms, all relatively close together. You. Lauren, uh, Kristen, and then I guess two new dads also, me and Lee Kay. Um, so, you know, all that kind of spread out. So what was that like preparing to come back? It was a, a range of emotions, I guess. I was good today coming. I was excited to come back last week knowing it was my last week. It was a little sad just because it flew by, and it means she's growing up. And I last week was cleaning out her drawers and closet, packing away all the newborn clothes that she's outgrown. And it's like, where is time gone? Yeah, I, 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 we had a, I don't know, two weeks ago maybe, I, uh, I came into my daughter's room and my wife was holding up a tiny little onesie. And she's like, she's already outgrown it. And tears just streaming <laughs> down oh, her face. Oh, you guys, you're killing me. <laughs> I was like, well, I mean, she's not even walking yet. You're fine. But so apparently sweet. every little thing. And so that's the other thing we were talking about is we realized this this is going to be a podcast of two new parents. I was like, I'm not going to have anything to contribute. I love babies, but I don't know anything about them. There you go. That's close enough. <laughs> Remember, I was like, is she talking yet? I don't know the milestones for babies. And right. I'm like, they're six months. Oh, does she walk? Yeah. And they're like, uh, no, Andrea. No. Yeah, she was holding um, our daughter, or my daughter, and uh, she started reaching for her earrings. And Andrea's like, oh, she can grab them. It's all right. So then she gets a hold of one, and she almost ripped, my ripped ear it out of your yeah. ear lobe yes. out. And then Andrea says, oh, should I just give them to her? <laughs> <laughs> I would. I love babies. Okay, so, but let's go back before the baby, before mm-hmm. everything. So tell us a little bit about how you got started in news. How did you decide this was something you wanted to do? Well, it wasn't till probably second half of college that I really got interested in it. I always thought I was going to go into like physical therapy, sports medicine, something like that. But You were an athlete in high school. Right? I was. So I thought, you know, kind of stay within sports. That would be interesting. But Um, I worked at the campus radio station at Georgetown College, did news updates there, and just really got got into it, did an internship in a local newsroom, and really saw how it worked and decided I'd give it a try. So got a first job at WYMT in eastern Kentucky, Um, enjoyed my two years there, great place to start, got to meet a a, a lot of great people, um, and then got to come home here to Lexington. We talked to Jim last week. He also... 
served a much longer time. Yes, in, in as YMCA. did many of the people on our <laughs> staff. It's, it's kind of the training ground for is. WKYT. Yeah, it's almost our minor leagues. It's kind of like the uh, the feeder system. Yeah, and you're YMCA. from here too. You're a local girl. I'm a local girl, so it is yeah. it is cool to be able to come home and deliver the news. So mm-hmm. where did you go to high school? Who were you in high school? I went to Lexington Christian Academy. Um, went there my whole life, kindergarten all the way through senior year of high school. Um, played basketball and volleyball while I was there. Uh, sports were, I loved sports. Um, also swam growing up, but yeah, just really any sport I, I was involved in. So. so So, what was it like whenever you realized you were going to start working here, working around people who you grew up watching? Because yeah. I mean, I think that's for all three that of us. That made me so nervous. For all, uh-huh. yeah, for all three of us, we, we you know, watched Barb, Bill, Sam, just, so, so what was that like? I found this old home video I think it was like last year I showed it to Dave Baker, but I was probably two years old, just sitting in the floor. My mom was reading me a book and you could hear the TV in the background. And he has that distinct voice. And sure enough, it was Buzz giving a sports cast in the background of this old home video from 1990. And um, he loved getting to see that. But it was, it was kind of nerve wracking at first because these are people that you've watched and you never thought you'd be working alongside of them and doing what they do and um, being a colleague of theirs. But it, it is really cool, and and you know that you're working with some of the best around because they've been here. Now, who ever. are you most intimidated by? Um, probably Bill at first, just before I got to know him because he's Bill Bryant, and <laughs> I'm really interested in politics, and he's like uh, yeah. Mr. Politics. and. You know, now I can just walk by his desk and chit-chat about, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes politics, sometimes just life, and um, not intimidated at all by him. Respect him very much, right. but also um, know that, that he's a good guy to go just yeah. chat with. Mine was Rob Bromley. Really? That voice. And I don't even, I mean, I'm not, I don't follow sports very closely, but I obviously knew who he was. But he came in. I was filling in on the evening show for the first time, and Sam was anchoring with me, which was already, I was like over the moon, like so starstruck. And then Rob Brobley came in in that voice, because that's how he really talks. He doesn't put Uh on a voice. And I was just like, oh my gosh, (laughs) (laughs) what am I doing here? (laughs) Did you have anyone? Uh, For me, it was Barb, because she's so proper and put Mm -hmm. together, and just always, just. but then as I got to know her, she's so sweet, and she just wants to help you. And I don't know, you just get to realize that they're just, People doing their job, and you, you kind of get to know them, and it's just, uh, it's not intimidating at all, like like Hillary said. But yeah, for yeah. me, it was Barb. I was like, oh, I don't want to, want to say anything out of line. I know. <laughs> I still feel that way to some extent. You're on your best behavior in yeah. front of her, right? I yes, am for yes, sure. Yes. So you are an MMJ. So you're one of these people that I mean, you do it all. Mm-hmm. What are some of the struggles? What is that like for you? You you have to be a jack of all trades. You do, and I think. I got spoiled when I when I was pregnant because I got to work with a photog, so that was nice, and it's mm-hmm. going to be a rude awakening being back and having to MMJ again. But probably the biggest challenge is just getting everything that I need, and um, you know, making sure the video looks right, but also thinking through the questions and making sure I ask the right things, making sure the microphone's turned on, making sure the camera's recording, and not getting back to the station and being like, oops, forgot I, to hit that button. I always button. have that fear that while I'm talking to somebody, I'm like, okay, let me double check, I'm actually recording, let me, because, yeah, that's because 
I've done that before. Have you? Yep. Yeah, yeah. You get back. Oh, like, I think no. after you do it once, you probably don't it, do it, it, it again. It is very much yeah. a learning experience. Yeah, it's, it's a one-time mistake, but yeah, you definitely. And it's it's funny. I, I know any of us when we pull up somewhere and it's, you know, just us carrying all our stuff in, everyone's always like, oh, it's just you? I know. Yep. <laughs> just me. Do you want me to carry that for you? Yeah. That's what uh, they always ask people when we carry that. They say, well, they should pay you double. I'm They're surprised they ask you that. I would think they'd ask the females, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. But, well, Victor, maybe I just, maybe you I just, just look like you need help. Like I need help, yeah, exactly. <laughs> baby. I mean, it's probably, I probably do. In, in more general. ways than one, yeah. let's be honest here. So do you have any stories that stick out to you? I don't know, like for funny reasons or just something that you just really loved? I'm sure there are if I sat down and really thought about it. Again, I this know. is one of those times where we should have given her more, <laughs> more time to prepare. Well, I know you all understand, too, like, Obviously, it's my first day back, but once you are in the swing of things, you really, you it's, you forget what you did oh, gosh, the day yes. before. Um, I really so enjoyed many. last year, I covered the legislature a lot, and there was a lot going on. Um, Which helped as you did more of them because you were aware of what had, previous, what had happened before right. and stuff that, yeah. It is nice when you kind of get a beat, so to speak, and can actually, you know, research stuff, understand stuff, and not just be thrown out and have to learn it off the cuff. So, that was interesting last year. I always enjoy court-related things. Most people find it boring for the most part. But I don't mind covering court. I don't mind covering politics I stuff. So. Hate it. Yeah. I hate so it. I'm all so glad. You two are the, the exact like, opposite okay, so of me. I'm like, please don't make me go there. Yeah, like, I, I enjoy want. getting to take, like, detailed notes and then go back and look through them. And, and you're good at it. Yeah, so thanks. we're so thankful <laughs> to have you back. <laughs> Being able to break down something, you know, a complicated court hearing or something, yeah. and, you know, something people can understand. That and I remember your streak in Frankfurt. How many days in a row were you in Frankfurt at one point? I lost count. It was insane. It was like. Every day you just have another one and another one and another one. It was. <laughs> I had a similar thing in Moorhead one year. Just there yeah. every day. Yeah, just every day. Every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things, especially for all of us here that we have to deal with, is sometimes you cover stories. Being from this area, it helps to know people, but mm-hmm. sometimes you have to cover stories people that you Oof. know, that you grew up with. Some, yeah. I mean, I've had a and, few recently. And a lot of times mm-hmm. it's better off to just hand it to somebody who's not involved that way. There's no question. But sometimes it's nothing you're really connected to. You just happen to know. Right. People, what what is that like for you? I don't. I have found that a couple of times, and it is it is easier to just you know hand it off to somebody and say here here's who you can talk to, and just because you don't you know want to get involved in what might be going on, but sometimes it's good things yeah. or fun things, and that's exciting to get to go highlight somebody that you know or an organization that you're familiar with, um, and that is it's the good and the bad of being from here. I guess I. I definitely would prefer being from here than not doing this job. It makes day in, day out a lot easier. You kind of know what makes the place tick. You know who to talk to. You know what kind of stories people are going to like. You already have all those connections, but, again, sometimes that's the bad thing is you already have all those connections. I've I've, I've had instances, yeah, where we've found stories, and it's like, oh, my family's friends with that family. Oh, gosh, yeah. Somebody else needs to cover that. Or a mugshot pops up, and you're like, oop. We oh, yeah. went to high school together. <laughs> Buckshot pops up and be like, oh, I went to prom with her. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that happened. And I definitely yes. called you out for that, that and told funny. everybody. And he was like, Andrea, I'm supposed to tell you. Yes, I think you made you the were mistake off of that texting day, me. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's one thing I've learned is don't tell Andrea something you don't want the entire newsroom to know. Yeah. Because that will happen. But, you know. <laughs> well, you learned. I did. I did. I, I learned a lesson. So, uh, yeah, now I just don't tell you anything. It's been great. <laughs> so, uh, I'm trying to think. So, and tell us about your family. You come from, uh, the, uh, you're surrounded by attorneys at this point, is that right? I am. Oh my, my dad's gosh, an attorney, are. my husband's an attorney. 
Um, I grew up working in my dad's law office on summer and winter break, so I was used to it. My mom's a retired teacher. She taught um, for several years, uh, stopped teaching around when she had my younger twin brothers who are still in school. One's in law school, one's in med school at UK. So, so going to have another yeah. attorney, yes. Yeah, they, they enjoy school, so more power to them. And that never crossed your mind to become an attorney as well? No, people always ask me that, and I I got, like, the book to study for the LSAT and thought about it, and I just, I think at that point in life I was done with school, was ready to get out and work, you. and my husband tells me every day, like, I would have hated law school because I just, I can't sit down and read for hours. I can, but I'll go back and I'll have no clue what I just read because oh. my mind, it just doesn't, it just doesn't go like that. So we are back. That phone call you heard was uh, Hillary actually getting a call about a story. So she's set that up now, <laughs> and when we're done, she'll go do that. It kind of, uh, we're, we're on all the time. Mm-hmm. So this is your first day back. We already mentioned that. What were some things you missed, and what were some things you did not miss? <laughs> um, well, I definitely missed, you know, being around everybody and, and being in the newsroom. And I think we all are in this because we kind of like being in the know, so to speak, and staying up to date with what's going on so that was I think my first couple days off like I would check my work phone and my email every once in a while but quickly like a weekend I just I charged I charged my work phone for like the first time last night because it was (laughs) dead and um so I missed I missed that part of I missed getting out and um covering things like I'd see things in the news and be like oh that would have been fun to cover that's exciting um probably didn't miss the well, it kind of goes both ways. Like, you miss the stress of it and, like, the deadlines and the not being able to find somebody to do an interview and phone call after phone call, but then, like, you also kind of miss it. Yeah, so it's kind of, kind of boring without it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, I'm glad to get back. Definitely being back, I'll have more of structure and schedule about my day than I, than I did at home. Um, so, yeah. That's awesome. I love it. So tell us, tell us about your little girl. Hadley Elizabeth. Um, I will say the one thing my wife said whenever she went back to work was that she felt like it wasn't fair because the time she was home with her was when she was um, kind of a blob. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a blob. About but about the time you start to go back is when they start to develop right. personalities and you start to get to, to know them. Really the past two to three weeks she started where she thinks she can talk and will just babble mm-hmm. and she'll sit there and have a little conversation with you and She'll smile, and she's really starting to play with some of her her toys, grab at things, look at things, other than just staring at the ceiling. That used to amuse her for hours, and we'd look up there and be like, what are you looking at? Um, So that is true, and now it's like, oh, I don't get to see you all day now when you're doing fun stuff. But um, she's in good hands, and she is um, more fun than we could have ever imagined. We've We've loved having her. We can't imagine life without her now. Um, she arrived fashionably late. She was um, a little bit overdue, but that's fine. Um, was a little bit bigger than we expected and has continued to grow. Um, but we're just excited to see, you know, as she continues to grow and, and what all she'll do. How much did she weigh? She weighed 8 pounds, 12 ounces when Woo! she was born. That was close to me. I was 9 pounds. And my brother was 10, You're my poor baby. mother. Wow. I know, <laughs> my poor mother. She's very long, too. We've, she's, she Basketball have player those, like her yeah. mama. Which I don't, I'm not tall, but I'm just probably like normal, more on the short side probably than tall. And my husband's just average, so we don't know if that length 
keeps up where it comes from, but she's, while she was bigger than we expected, she didn't really have those cute baby fat rolls yet because she's just, she's long. And I know when she went to her two-month checkup and those dreaded shots, the nurse was like, oh, she needs to get some fat on her legs. We don't have any fat to put these shots in. Oh, my gosh. Don't wish for it. We we trade it off every time we would get shots. Mandy's like, no, now you get to hold her. She's afraid that she's going to look at me and be like, oh, look what you did to me. Oh, gosh. It was. It was awful. I mean, she was just loving life, too, like hamming it up, smiling, and then that nurse just held her down and she got all red and kind of like shook and then just screamed oh no I know my mom complained though about having to pull my fat rolls apart whenever (laughs) I was a baby to wash me and to put all the baby powder so I didn't so I didn't chafe (laughs) 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 oh come on now Um, so something else we have in common you had a first child just like me and Mandy air dog Mm -hmm. Vader right it's been an adjustment. I say first child, you all had the, your dog. Yeah. Hey, well, yeah. What's, what's life been like? She's doing really good. We, we were a little bit worried. What's her name? Macy. Macy. There we go. Was she jealous? I don't know that she was so much jealous. I was just confused a little bit at first. And she's a, a very high anxiety dog anyway, <laughs> rescue dog. And um, she's gotten better with age, but I mean, she's very anxious. And the first first two days she was at home with us because we wanted her to be there and not you know like her be gone and then come back to like this whole change but anybody with a a new child knows like you have a lot of visitors in and out so it was just constant people in and out and she was stressed to the max and and it was hard for us to you know take care of the baby and her too so actually one day we were at a doctor's checkup and my mom came to our house and kidnapped Macy for a week and she got to be spoiled over at my parents house and once everything calmed down a little bit all the visitors had been there and we were in kind of a routine she came back and she's been she's been fine a little retreat we ended up having to crank Vader again because he started digging at the carpet whenever we'd leave with her really he's He's a very protective big brother. Yeah. Now, you know, so. couples are always saying, like, oh, we're going to get a dog first and then the baby. Does that do anything to prepare you? <laughs> no. I'm always just like, what is the rationale for that? They're like, well, the, first The moment you can dog. open the back door and send the kid out to go pee. Yeah. <laughs> then if you train him to do that, then there's some similarity. I really hope that's not your plan. For well, <laughs> once she starts walking, we'll see. For, for poor Vera. <laughs> Maybe get her, get her around. <laughs> get her potty trained. But no, because, you know, obviously if a dog starts crying, you can just ignore it and Right. And stick them in another room. It doesn't really work or for like uh, if a dog gets the sniffles, like Hadley had her first little congestion a couple weeks ago. Aww. And so, of course, like at night when she's, we're like every hour peeking over, making sure like she hasn't like choked or still breathing. Yeah. yeah. Now, one thing I've always noticed that you have such a calm presence. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I, it, I feel like it has not changed at all since your maternity leave. You're the exact same person. You know how a lot of parents, first-time parents, are very cautious, overly cautious, mm-hmm. like freak out about everything. Yeah. You don't have that, do you? I guess in some ways, I, I mean, like I was guilty of sitting there and like Googling every little thing. The <laughs> every first single few weeks, and my husband up, yeah. was finally like, stop Googling things. And <laughs> you can't look at WebMD or you'll yeah. know you're dying of everything. Yeah. True. But no, I mean, I've I've stayed pretty calm. I still like worry, obviously, and and um, people told us like when we were thinking about where to go for a pediatrician, they're like, you know, think about it because you'll be there a lot. Mm-hmm. And we were kind of like, no, I don't think we're gonna be those parents that like with every little thing we call and are like, can we come in? And you, but like 
there's been two or three times already where we've called and been like, hey, can we come in? And it was fine. Like, there was nothing wrong with her. You and just get sick a lot. But it just, it makes you feel better to go in and get a doctor's opinion instead of Googling it yourself. And, um, but yeah, I've, I've tried to stay my, my calm. And I think, You're I think good too, presence. that maybe it's like rubbed off on her a little bit too, because she is a pretty calm baby. Chill except baby. when she's hungry and then. Same. She goes from zero to a hundred if she's hungry. Like she Same. can be yeah. fine. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah, you never grow out of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's, she might as well just get ready for that. But yeah. So it's your first life. Christmas too with a baby. It Do you is. have the ornament? We have several. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still have my first baby's first Christmas ornament. My mom still has it yeah. at home. Do you have one for I Vera? Do. Well, I've got one. Oh, for yeah, we got yeah, we got. I'm. I have too many of everything. For Aww. Uh, but yeah, I've got I've got mine too. I've got my little baby's first Christmas ornament. It's got a Kermit the Frog on it. Cute. Aww. I love it. Yeah, big Muppet fan. So sweet. So we did a whole thing about um, favorite Christmas movies last oh, week. Yeah. I kind of want to know what are this yours. This episode will be coming out the day after Christmas. Oh. So it's Christmas time. Still okay. People still hanging out. Well, I love the cla- Christmas vacation. Can quote the there whole thing. Goes. That was a big one for Mentioned us. it on the show multiple Can times. Can quote this the morning. whole thing. Um, Elf, I always find funny. Mm-hmm. Um, that was also one of mine. She is not that big a fan of Elf. Really? I don't. Yeah, give her, give her that stare. Let her know how wrong. There we go. I like that. See, that's the that's the Hil- that's Hillary will never say a bad word about people, but she will never. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas see. with the Cranks. I think that one's funny. Um, this year on Netflix, a new one, The Christmas Chronicles. Christmas Chronicles. I told you, you need I to haven't watch that seen that one everyone, yet. Everyone needs to watch. It's it's a it's very good. I enjoyed it. It was a good. Family Christmas movie. And well, I will I say it was a good change. I fell vi- uh, into the trap of all the, the Hallmark. Hallmark. And mm-hmm. you know, they're all the same. They're all these, like, you know, you know, they end up together, all these romantic. So that was a good change of pace because that's not a <gasps> no romantic spoilers. Christmas movie. So it's a it's a different plot. Okay. I, saw, I saw a post to. I enjoyed the other day. It said women want a guy who's like a man in the Hallmark Christmas movies. How you become a widower with one child is up to you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they are that always. <laughs> that took a dark turn, Victor. <laughs> Which is why I laughed at it because. Of the, and they're always the like, turn. you know, going great, and then something happens. Someone gets mad, leaves. Oh, yeah. gets there's, mad. there's a misunderstanding. There's a formula, and there's only like 20 minutes left in the movie, and you're like, they're gonna need to like. Get this it together quickly quick, yeah. because we know they're going to end up together. Of course. <laughs> That's part of, of the beauty, though. It's easy. You know, there's easy listening. It's easy watching. You don't have to pay attention. <laughs> Another thing I enjoyed. Somebody said, well, how do you know if you'll enjoy a Hallmark movie? It's like, well, if you're watching a Hallmark movie, you'll enjoy the yeah. Hallmark movie. Because it's, it's, never, it's never like, oh, I don't know if I like this one. If, you've, if you're in, you're in. Oh, I love them. I can't get enough. I th- I'm guessing you're, yeah, you're the audience. I, I am. <laughs> I am their target. We'll, we'll usually be, I'll be sitting there watching like some wrestling on my phone and my wife will be watching a Hallmark movie and we're both just happy and content. I love it. Yeah. What does your husband think whenever you're uh, in the Hallmark spiral, as we he call it? He hasn't, you know, he's watched some of them with me and he doesn't seem to mind it too much. I've even caught him like when a new one, because new ones had been coming out on Thursdays and Sundays at 8. <laughs> And I caught him DVRing one. Oh. oh. Did he say it was for you? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Because he knew I'd be home wanting something to watch. But uh, he hasn't really complained too much about him. So. How did you two meet? We both went to LCA in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, he came to LCA our sophomore year. We were in kind of the same group of friends. And then we 
got set up on a double date that we thought was just going to be like a big group of people going to a movie, but it was just us and this other couple. (laughs) (laughs) And so that was senior year of high school and we started dating then. And then we both went to Georgetown for college and high school sweethearts. Yep. Oh my gosh. Oh High school sweet. That ship has sailed for me. You <laughs> <laughs> had a lot of ships sail. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we did three years of, of long distance when I was at YMT. He was uh, yeah. in Alabama at law school. So oh, wow. That was That's tough. a long so distance. I thought you just meant from Lexington no. to. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. If it lasts through that, then you can pretty much make it through anything. Yeah. How did you survive the mountains? I, I don't understand. See, Jim is from there. Yeah, so he's you know what I mean? So that's not, yeah. He spoke the language. But I interviewed there, and they did not hire me. So Aww. there's that story. But, yeah, you went from Lexington <laughs> to Hazard. Yeah, I did. But I was like, you know what? This is a gift. I there's nothing to do there. There's absolutely nothing to well, do see, there. see, I had – they had two openings when I interviewed. They had a position in Hazard, and then they had a big Sandy Bureau reporter out of Pikeville. And so I – had to choose between Hazard and Pikeville, and I chose Pikeville. So I lived in Pikeville, and it's there's a little bit more to do. Yeah, and, Pikeville's a little, um, little bigger city. Mm-hmm. It's been growing, and there's you know a variety of restaurants and stores. And You've got an Applebee's. They're I'm right. used to that. That's all I had in Nicholasville <laughs> when I grew up. So, <laughs> but it was a great place to start. You know, super nice people. And um, but yeah, Jim. I mean, he is He's one the of them. Yeah. So <laughs> he, <laughs> he is the mountains. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I hope he has a tattoo somewhere. People that always ask me when they found out I was from Lexington. They were like, you did it backwards. Everyone leaves here and goes <laughs> to Lexington. Why are you here? But see, I, I would have never wanted to start here where people could see me. Yeah. I was so grateful that I started somewhere else where I didn't I know mean, anybody. Lexington was my first on-air. I was embarrassing. Stuff. Oh, I was, I was horrible. So that's the good thing about going to a smaller <laughs> market is you get to make all your mistakes Exactly. There. Work out the kinks yeah. somewhere else. Yes. Do you have any, like, stories of, like, I don't know, about something you did crazy Somebody wrong? I was asking me this the other day if I'd done anything, like, blooper reel worthy, and I couldn't really knock on wood. Wish we kept our blooper reels. Think Ugh. of anything. I've had, you know, the funny, like, where people do stuff behind you or. I had a kid doing the robot the other day. I had one guy, one, I think he literally just was oblivious because, you know, we'll get the random people walk in the shop behind. He walked in between me and the camera. Like, he walked in front of me <laughs> during the live shot. And I was just like. Was it live? Yes. Of course. <laughs> of funny. course. See, here's the bad thing. At my old station, Bowling Green, they used to keep a blooper reel of you. And they would play that when you left on your final night. But. I gamed the system because oh. I was a producer on my last uh-huh. show, so I made sure there was no time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but well, I do goodbye, have everybody. my blooper yeah. reel. Yeah, I have it. And they're fun. I mean, you have to learn to laugh at yourself when you're on television. I Ooh. think probably that, and it wasn't my doing, and this will probably embarrass Bill. <gasps> yes, but tell it, tell it, tell it. <laughs> he, when I was on the morning show, and it was during the presidential campaigning, he tossed me as Hillary Clinton. I remember this story. Remember and you all know with like the TVU, there's a delay. Three second delay. So I didn't hear it, but I just, the producer was cracking up oh, when no. she cued me. And so I thought somebody was like doing something behind me. Like I had no idea it had happened. And you just had to roll with it. No. I would have been like, what, what, do I have a booger? I was like, what are you laughing at? Back to, back to you guys. <laughs> oh, and then later you found out. Yeah. So that oh, Bill. Funny. That's funny. That happens, though. Sometimes you say it this does. word, and, like, you just naturally – you've said Hillary Clinton so many right. times, it just starts rolling off your tongue. Or you just forget people's names. I, 
saw Emily Royal one morning in the newsroom, and I'm like, Emily, uh, 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 <laughs> I, you know. I know. I think I eventually got it out, but yeah, and it's like, she sits right in front of me. I know her name. For right. For some reason. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird business. Yeah. Well, it is kind of crazy anyway, just, you know, sitting around, sometimes yeah. talking to yourself into the camera. Right. A bunch of weirdos. People people walk by and look at you, and it always, it's always funny, too, because I think if I'm st- Standing and talking into a camera, I know that, you know, thousands of people are watching, and that doesn't seem odd to me. But if there's somebody, sometimes you'll see people just sitting there watching you. Oh, I can't shooting, handle it. You feel it. weird. Like, two people watching you do it is odd, but a thousand people right. seeing the finished product is no big deal. If someone tells me, oh, I'm going to watch you tomorrow morning, I'm like, please do not tell me that. <laughs> yeah. Do not tell me that. Because then, then I'll, I'll think be about nervous. you specifically and watching. And they're like, but so many people are watching. I'm like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's yeah. just weird. I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense. Well, Hillary, any, any last words before we go? Where can people find you on social media? My Twitter handle is at HillaryWKYT. Okay. One L or two? Two L's. Okay. Just like Hillary Clinton, so it's easy <laughs> to get confused. <laughs> I love it. Well, Hillary, thank you so much. Welcome back. Happy thank to you. have you back. Yeah, Thanks. Glad to have you. So that was our conversation with Hillary. How do you feel that went, Andrea? I thought it was great. I really like Hillary. You know, she's kind of one of the quieter people in the newsroom, mm-hmm. so it is harder to get to know Hillary. Um but I, I, she's so sweet. Yeah. Like I said, she has the most calming presence that is really good to offset me. Just a good person, which is sometimes a rarity in the newsroom. Because, I mean, look at us. <laughs> look at us. And Jim, I mean, come <laughs> yeah, on. Oh, no. You've would, seen some of the worst of the worst. I would not describe any of us as good people. <laughs> oh, uh, but, yeah, it's nice to talk to her and to see, you know, what else she got coming back. And, uh, you know, you saw just getting right back into the swing of it. They won, you know, during the – She took a call in the middle of the podcast. took a call in the middle of the podcast, yeah. Yeah. So as we're wrapping up here, um, I guess, like I said, this will come out the day after Christmas. you have any uh, any Christmas plans that you will have um, finished by now? Well, my mom said that she just wants to stay home and not leave the house all day. So That's a great plan. Doesn't that sound wonderful? Yep. She's like, we should watch some movies. Mm. And she's so out of it. She has no idea what's going on in pop culture. Like, she has no idea what movies have come out recently. And you should definitely watch Ready Player One with her. Maybe that's the one. Yeah. I don't think that's her up her alley, though. This might be a little, yeah, okay. That might what be. What about Die Hard? I can bring that in for you. <gasps> Maybe we'll watch Die Hard <laughs> for Christmas, since it is allegedly a Christmas movie. Yes. It's, it's not alleged. Well, I'm not going to get into that again. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> we've already had this discussion. Yeah, we've had, we've had this discussion. All right. Once. Well, we were told that we rambled too long. No, before we go, uh, your recommendation for this week. What are you enjoying? Uh, oh, gosh. I'll, I'll go first. Okay. Mine is a board game. I know you're surprised by that. Shocking. I've tried to limit my board game talk on here too much because I have a tendency to ramble about it. But there's a new version of Fireball Island, which is a game that was that came out originally when I was a kid. There's a new one. It's it's large. Your adventure's on an island, and you drop marbles, and they they can knock you down. It's a lot of fun. It's it's for it's a family game, but I enjoy it too. So that's my recommendation. Go out to one of your local gaming stores, pick up Fireball Island. I love you, Victor. <laughs> You never, <laughs> you never disappoint. What's your recommendation? All right, so mine's alcohol-related. Why not? <laughs> so I, I don't think this is original, but I, I've never had anyone make it for me. So I was like, they were having apple cider samples at Walmart the other day, oh, okay. and the lady sucked me in. I'm a sucker every time. So, But they were, it was really good apple cider, and I bought some Fireball to go with it. <laughs> apple pie. It was amazing. I'm not a big Fireball fan, but I guess since I said Fireball Island, there you go. They're both Fireball related. Maybe that's related. where it came yeah. to me, but I like it both with the hot and the cold. It's good either way. <laughs> there you go. Fire so, uh, and ice. Have you, have you a Fireball night? Go get Fireball <laughs> Island the game. Go get you some Fireball and some apple cider. 
Uh, all right, well, we've devolved here, but thank you all so much for listening, and, uh, you know, we'll be back next week. When Are we going to talk to Ken Harvner? Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> he didn't seem very excited when I asked him to do it, so uh, we'll see when we can finally that, wrangle is him Is that going to be a difficulty finding people who are willing to talk to us uh, as ridiculous as we are? Probably. All right, I think I'm fine with that. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye.